This is Central Parish Radio Podcast. You're about to listen to Pastor E.A. Adeyemi's ministration on the Word of God. God bless you as you listen. Hallelujah. 1 Samuel chapter 10, 24 to 27. 1 Samuel chapter 10, 24 to 27. And Samuel said to all the people, See ye him whom the Lord had chosen, that there is none like him among all the people. And all the people shouted and said, God save the king. Then Samuel told the people the manner of the kingdom and wrote it in a book and laid it up before the Lord. And Samuel sent all the people away, every man to his house. And Saul also went home to Gibeah. And there went with him a band of men whose hearts God had touched. And I pray for you from today. The Almighty God will raise people for you whose hearts that God has touched. Verse 27 says, But the children of Belial said, How shall this man save us? And they despised him and brought him no presence. But he held his peace. Beautiful story. The Lord had chosen Saul. And we are looking at Saul, the son of Kish, part two. Saul, the son of Kish, part two. God chose him. He wasn't looking for kinship. But the Lord chose him. Several times you find yourself elevated to a position that you are not actually uh, ambitious about. You are thrust into this particular assignment. And several times, there may be oppositions against you in that assignment. If God is the one who has chosen you for the assignment, I have a good news for you. He will support you to succeed. There are some of us in our workplaces, sometimes there are, maybe there are situations, there are, there are all kinds of issues in some departments, in some units, and nobody wants to go there. But they look at you, they say, ah, can see that you'll be able to solve this problem. And they call on you to do it. Even though you didn't like to do it. Somehow, they chose you to do it. But, and you're afraid. Maybe because some people had failed in that assignment before. The fact that some people had failed before doesn't mean you will fail. If you are in a position at this point in time that appears difficult and the resistance against you is almost impregnable. I have a goodness for you. You will succeed there. So there are a few things I'd like to mention concerning this particular passage. Because we have a lot to learn from the selection of, of, um, of Saul. Number one, beware what you ask for. Beware what you ask for. Israel specifically couched their demand in a way that tells God what they wanted. They told God in 1 Samuel chapter 8 verse 5, 1 Samuel chapter 8 verse 5, and said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. 
make us a king to judge us um, like all the nations. On the surface, that looks okay. But if you look at that demand properly, they were asking, I mean, the nearest nation to Israel were the, the Philistines. The Philistines are giants among them. People like Goliath and people like his, uh, the bro his brothers, especially the people from Gath. They were tall, giants. These were the people who normally lead them to war. So when they say, make us a king, or just like other nations, that will lead us to war. What do they say? Choose for us someone who is as tall as the Philistines, who can lead us to war. That's the reason why when God was to answer the prayer, he had to look for the tallest person in Israel. He had to look for Saul. It, like I told you last week, it wasn't that Saul was the most qualified. No. But for him to satisfy their demand, whoever he will choose must be a tall person. They are looking for somebody who will be able to lead them to war like other nations. Who will be able to confront the Philistines like um, um, the giants leading them to war. So they couched their demand in such a way that they did not leave any room for God to maneuver. May I tell you, there are several times we make demand that we tell God exactly how he must answer our prayer. Ezekiel chapter 14, verse 1 to 4. Ezekiel chapter 14, verse 1 to 4 says, Then came certain of the elders of Israel unto me, and sat before me. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, these men have set up their idols in their hearts, and put the stumbling block of their iniquity before their face. Shall I be inquired of at all by them? These people have made up their mind what they wanted. Their idol. They said, this is what we want. We want, let's go to the prophet so that the prophet can endorse what we want. Do you know that several times? What you are asking for, you have decided what you want. When you come to God, you just want God to endorse what you want. And you know the way God behaves? God said, don't worry. I know what is in their heart. Verse 4. Therefore, speak unto them and say unto them, thus says the Lord, every man of the house of Israel that set up his idols in his heart and put the stumbling block of his iniquity before his face and come to the prophet, I, the Lord, we answer him that cometh according to is that your Bible? According to the multitude of his idols. Many of us, we think we are very smart. When we go to God and we make a demand, and then when you are testifying, you know, I fasted, I prayed until God did it. God will be looking at you and he will smile. Because he knows. 
few years down the line, you are the one who will come back and, and to, to ask him and say, Lord, why did you give me that? Why didn't you resist me? Why did you answer me the way I wanted? Several things that are problems in your life today, they were the demands you laid on God and God answered you according to your idol. According to your idol. Time and again, I warned young men and women when they are going to marry. Have you prayed well? Have you sought the face of God? Have you heard from God? Because when they want to, when they begin to tell you, <laughs> oh, you will, it's as if you have never heard from God yourself. The way they are going to describe the situation, you will just tell them, in fact, I, just go ahead, just go ahead. But in your heart of hearts, you know, this person has not heard from God. She's just chosen by the eye. It's just chosen by the face. And may I tell you, anytime you have placed your idol in your heart and God answered you according to your idol, when there is a problem in the future, you can't go back to God and say, God, you are the one who chose for me. Because you will know you chose yourself. You will know it, that you chose for yourself. And so Israel made a demand of God. God answered them according to their demand. Few years down the line, this same tall man, the tallest in Israel, was confronting the tallest in Philistine. He could not make a move for 40 days. He was defeated. Your choice that looks like a popular choice today may be a failure tomorrow. It's always necessary for you to know that God knows the best for your future. If he closes the door now, he has a reason. Don't kill yourself because he has closed the door. All you need to do is to trust him and say, Lord, if you have shut this door, that means you want to open another one. I am just waiting to see the direction you want me to go. That is the way a matured believer behaves. Several times, I've seen some of you, you will cry. You will weep. I don't know what I've done to God. I'm paying my tithes. I'm paying my offering. I have fasted. I have prayed. God didn't do it for me. God knows to tomorrow. He knows what you don't know. Beware what you're asking for. If you ask for a soul, don't be disappointed when your soul confronts Goliath and you are defeated. Number two, do not bask in people's praise. Don't bask in people's praise. It doesn't last. Don't bask in people's praise. It doesn't last. The Bible says, in that verse 24, verse, uh, verse B of it, the, the second part of it, and all the people shouted, God saved the king. God saved the king. He was a popular candidate. Several times in Nigeria, we have had popular candidates. 2015, we had a popular candidate. 
and we know what we are suffering today. God save the king. People, leaders who are wise, they don't bask in people's praise. They know it doesn't last. Tell your neighbor it doesn't last. Say it again. Say it again. I have seen several pastors who have learned that lesson very late. They have discovered that it doesn't last. I saw, I mean, there was a pastor who happened to be one of those good hands in the Redeemed Christian Church of God several years ago when we were still very, very few. God raised up this, um, this gentleman not because of his academic prowess. In fact, he had little or no academic learning. That God laid his hand on him. The power of God was mighty on his life. He was transferred from one place to the other. And when he was transferred to a certain place, which I don't want to mention, he said God had called him to go to his own ministry. Because there was somebody who had promised him that he would sponsor his ministry. So he dropped this letter of resignation. The very day that he dropped his letter of resignation, that person died. I'm telling you true news. I mean, true reports. Don't bask in people's praise. I have told you years ago, I mean, some time ago. Years ago, somebody came to me. and said, oh, pastor, I have listened to you. And I've seen the way God is using you. If you are on your own, they will hear your name all over the world. It's because you are in redeem. That's the reason why they are not hearing your fame. He's a pastor also. And, but he has his own ministry. So as he was saying that, I laughed. <laughs> I said, this is my own final bus stop. I have nowhere to go. This is my final. For many of you, I know, redeem is not your final bus stop. You keep going from place to place. Jumping from one place to another. I pray you will not jump into a little ship that will drown. Let your hymn be louder. <laughs> Do not bask in people's praise. It does not last. Those who say, God save the king today, they are the one who will say, God kill the king tomorrow. The same people, the same people shouted, Hosanna! Oh, the Messiah has come. The next day, they are the, the same people said, crucify him. You must always know, if you don't know up to now, you must know, the crowd cannot be trusted. Because the crowd is unstable. Several times, when the crowd is going in a certain direction, and you grab one of them, what are they talking about? I don't know. I'm just following them. They are just followers. So if they hear some noise this way, they follow. If somebody raises another voice this way, what do they do? They turn and they follow. The crowd cannot be trusted. Unfortunately, our leaders only listen to so-called praise singers. They bask in people's praise. That is the reason why they always fail. It's my prayer that you, 
in your own leadership enterprise, you will learn a lesson from the life of Saul. The same people who told him, God save the king. It wasn't long when they were praying for another king. I pray you will understand this in the name of Jesus. There's another lesson that I want us to learn quickly before I wrap up. God will always raise up support for his appointee. He will always raise up support for his appointee. If God has chosen you for any assignment, don't fear. He will touch some people's hearts who will support you. If God has led you to start a certain business, he will touch some people's hearts to patronize you, to ensure that that business will succeed. He will raise up people who will give you advice, who will cancel you from time to time. On, on, your, on their own, they will seek you out. If he's the one who has raised you up, who has given you that idea. The Bible reveals to us, there went with him a band of men whose heart God had touched. That must be your prayer always. Anytime you have a new assignment, anytime you have a new idea, Lord, raise up people for me whose heart you have touched. I know they are not far from me. Touch their hearts. Speak to their heart. Raise up your own support for me. And the Lord will answer. And he will raise up support for you. Because it happened to Saul. It also happened to David. In 1 Chronicles chapter 11, verse 9 to 10. 1 Chronicles 11, 9 to 10. The Bible tells us, David was greater and greater. For the Lord of hosts was with him. These also are the chief of the mighty men whom David had, who strengthened themselves with him in this kingdom. There were people who came around and supported him. They strengthened themselves with him in building the kingdom that the Lord had called him to build. Number four, do not be distracted. Tell your neighbor, do not be distracted. Please say it very well. The Bible says, but the children of Belial said, how shall this man save us? In every kingdom, there are children of God, there are children of Belial. The Bible specifically called them children of Belial. Now, what interests me with this name is the fact that when, when the Bible was also describing Ophni and Phineas, you know what the Bible calls them? Sons of Belial. In other words, just as you have children of Belial in the political setting, you also have children of Belial in the church setting. You've got to know. Don't say that there's somebody in the church eh, who is always discouraging me, who is always talking down on me. He may be a child of Belial. Don't use that to measure your contribution or your commitment to God. Just as you have sons of Belial outside, you have sons of Belial, sons and daughters of Belial inside. Does that ring some bell? Do not be distracted. If God has shown you where you are going, make sure you focus your attention on that. At the beginning of this year, 
there is a goal that God laid upon your hearts. Have you achieved that goal? You might tell me, oh, COVID-19 is the reason why I have not. Don't allow that to be an excuse. The Lord who laid the goal upon your heart, he knew that COVID-19 was coming. You can still get there. Do not be distracted. Shall we pray, everybody? Let's pray. Do not be distracted. Call upon the Almighty God and thank him. Lord, I bless your name. I know there are all kinds of resistance all around me. I know there are all kinds of oppositions. But I am not distracted. I am going forward. I am going forward. I'm going forward. I'm going forward. Lord God of heaven, I appreciate you for opening my eyes to understand some things in your world this morning. Lord, I bless you. Lord, I worship you. Lord, I, I love you, oh Lord. I know without any doubt that you are thinking about me. Precious Father, help me to focus on you and on you alone. Blessed be your name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Be thou exalted forever. I appreciate you because there is none like you. May your name be glorified from generation to generation. I want you to call upon the Lord. The Lord raise up support for me. Within the next few months, Lord, before this year is over, raise up support. Raise up support for me. There is a goal you have laid upon my heart. I'm asking my father, you will raise up support, support for me. I know without any doubt, you are the only one who can raise up support for me. I know there are people that you have designated to support me in achieving my goal, in achieving the end to which you have sent me to the world to achieve, oh God. Father, raise up support for me. Lord God of heaven, there are still more than two months to the end of the year. It's not too late for me to achieve the goal that you have in mind for me. Father Almighty, raise up support for me. Call upon the Lord. Pray for yourself that the living God himself will raise up support for you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We honor you and we bless your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. So, Father, as we have learned from the life of Saul again this morning, every one of us, we pray, you will raise up support for us in the name of Jesus. We know that in every, every situation, every context, we know there are sons and daughters of Belial. We pray, none of us will be distracted in the name of Jesus. We ask so God of heaven, as many of us who are having oppositions all around us, because for one reason or the other, those who have supported us again before, they are resisting us now. We pray, you will arise, you will help us and fight our battles in the name of Jesus. Father eternal, we are asking, oh God, that the mistakes that Saul made, none of us will make those mistakes in the name of Jesus. We are Saul had failed. We pray, every one of us, we shall succeed there in the name of Jesus. 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. And everybody will say a better amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to Central Parish Radio Podcast. Please subscribe to receive notification of new episodes.